Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Taking Care of Business. This week I'm joined by our Managing Director Mark Walters morning. and our Data Queen Lynette. Good morning. Uh, this is one of my favourite topics for the podcast we do at the start of every month which is to review the data for the previous month. The reason I like it so much is there's so much in the data and there's so many conversation starters, there's so many points to look at and there's so many conclusions that we can, uh, that we can try and draw. I find it a really interesting episode to, to do and to share our thoughts with you. So if I can get underway and start with by throwing the conversation to Lynette, just to, to share some highline uh, facts and figures from, from July. Uh, yes, so I will start with overall Dubai. So these are um, the data and the stats from the Dubai Land Department open data platform. Uh, in July, there were 7,095 transactions, which is a 20% decline month on month. So it's the summer months. Yep. Most are traveling. We have this pent up demand for traveling um, over the last few years due to COVID. So what we have been seeing here um, in the, during the summer is we're seeing the summer travels for residents. We are seeing declines across the board. Um, if, in regards to transactions, there was a 20% uh, decline. However, year on year, we're still showing a significant increase. So year on year, it's a 62% increase when it comes to uh, sales wow. volume here in Dubai. Um, the all-plant market secondary is a 60-40 split, 60% being in the secondary market. Um, again, we saw a month-on-month -month decline of 21%. Um, however, we saw a 61% increase year-on-year. Um, and that's just the overall high level from uh, the Dubai so that, market. That's really interesting. <clears throat> and it's really good news for me that this year has been almost the return of off-plant and launches. Not the return of, yeah. but it, it's really been a busy year and we've seen developer launches selling out within minutes almost and a, a scramble to, to try and get hold of units but still within that we've seen secondary market maintain 60% share of the market. When yeah. you farm as well Paul and Lynette you'll be able to um, jump in here I think over the last four to this year especially I think business base being number one in mm -hmm. terms of transactions but a lot of them will be off plan and I think last month it was a significant increase in the previous month and I think it was number one, number two was Base Khalifa as well, but you'll see Bay, uh, Business Bay was far and ahead away from any other area. Yes, it's true. Um, so we're seeing Business Bay, Burj Khalifa area, Dubai Marina is consistently being the top uh, for sales transactions overall Dubai from Dubai Land Department data. Um, we're also seeing more or less the same kind of trend here at Alsop um, yeah. for, for the top area for sales. We have Business Bay, we have Dubai Marina, um, and our trends are pretty much more or less following the same trend line as the overall Dubai market, um, except for a few exceptions, which I'm sure you'll talk about, Paul. Yeah, which <laughs> is, is good to know that we're on the right, the right lines as a, a company. But as, yeah, as always, as an individual company within the market, there'll always be a, 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 couple of, a couple of areas where we don't track, I guess. So this leads nicely into the Allsop and Allsop data for July that I know you've been having a having a look at Mark, so what, what have you seen for, for July? Well first of all Paul, on a positive, we saw a record July, I say a record July, I mean a record July on, uh, from the previous July months, and we saw a 19% increase in revenue from July 2021. What we did see, and I was looking at this data last night, and we've seen of our top 20 areas, we've seen actually a decline in sales price, not just in sales, just in rentals as well, um, which is, I thought, 
was significant because I don't think I've seen that for quite some time. I think last month there may have been one or two, but for there to be seven, it was quite significant for me. So we did start to speculate on this last month. Yeah, and again, just to make it clear to everyone, when we're talking about the decline in sales or rental price, we're not talking about apples for apples. So it's not, we're not saying your property's declined in price. We're saying the average price in the market has dropped. And what that can be an indication of, so as Mark said, for the last two years, all we've heard is the market's great, prices going up, etc., etc., and it has been. It's not been a lie. That that's been what's going on in the market. So for the first time, with average sale prices to come down, maybe it suggests suggests a change in clients' behaviour where they're they're opting for different options in the market. So again, just to make it clear, we're not saying an individual property's price has decreased. We're just saying overall in the market, the average transaction price in total has uh, has dropped. I think that's what you find as well, Paul. Not just. Over the last 12 months, what people are starting to do is, yes, they're starting to look for a specific property, but it's not the property that they tend to buy. Um, we're looking at now where people are looking at one or two different areas and then spreading the wings because maybe it's a little bit too expensive and they're going further afield or whatever it may be. I also think a big part of playing, and Lynette switched on it earlier, is people now can travel and have been able to travel, was the first time, sorry, that people have been able to travel since since COVID. And I, again, from a personal point of view as well, people now can work from home. So they're tending to spend more time, whether it be at home or whether it, whether it be further afield, where they live, whether they go to the US. I know my, my wife personally now, she's working from the UK and she's been working there for the last two or three weeks. So that will also have an impact, obviously, because they can't, people can't view as well, you know? And again, let's not forget, it's, it's summer months and we've got to be it is consistent not just in July 2021 or 22 June 2022 in the summer months we find this in previous summer months as well just because of like people want to get out to Dubai so I don't think it's it's a massive thing I don't think it's something that we need to be concerned about but I think we need to we need to look at it a little bit closer but playing devil's advocate a little bit do you think we can blame it solely on the summer because i mean we're seeing a lot going on in the world at the moment we're seeing interest rate rises so people's affordability is going to change do we think that's having any impact whatsoever in the market at the moment or? i think it will be i think we you know we can't be naive to think that you know when people read the news especially in dubai it's very um it's like a domino effect a lot of people will follow suit um it's not something that i'm i'm too concerned about like i said We've done a, a report the other day, I've done a report with uh, my head of mortgages and with the interest rate hikes, Paul, we've seen or we worked out what it would cost per million dirham loan and we worked out from if you had a 3% interest rate on your mortgage and it risen to 5% interest rate, we're seeing a 500 dirham, circa 500 dirham increase for every million dirhams. So let's say for argument's sake, if you had a 2 million dirham loan and you had a 3% interest rate, it went to 5%, it works out between 15 and 2,000 dirham, dirhams, e I think that works extra. out. Yeah, extra. Mm. Which is significant. Which is significant, yeah. yeah. Um, but, again, like I say, people are gonna, people are gonna look at this, people are gonna look at it and they're gonna read into it. But Dubai is still, for me, it's, 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 a, it's a place where, again, since COVID, we've seen significant changes. Dubai was never really closed. We've seen significant changes for the better. You know, I seen a report this morning. We saw Dubai was ranked fourth globally for prime real estate capital growth in H1. That was behind Los Angeles. That was behind Miami and San Francisco. 
if you compare prices in Dubai to them three other mm -hmm. major cities, it's not even a, a comparable because the price per square foot is just so significant, you know, so I think I still think we're in a very good place. Good. Then I want to change the subject slightly because I know you mentioned just before we came on the PMI results that were released. Do you want to just explain to everyone what the PMI is and, and what we've seen? Yeah, so the Dubai PMI uh, just came out this morning and it's an all-time, or sorry, it's a three-year high, so from pre-COVID. Um, and basically the PMI is the Purchasers Managers Index and it looks at the economy from the non-oil sector. So it looks at businesses in the non-oil sector, it looks at tourism, construction, um, and it's just overall Dubai is doing very well. The tourism number, the stats came out uh, a day ago and we had 183% increase year on year. No, no. You just have to look at, at um, flights to and from where yeah. we're going, the prices of flights at the moment are so, so um, expensive. And that means that people are coming here. Mm. You know, I know obviously they've got to, re the airlines have got to recoup the money from, from COVID, but even hotel rooms, the occupancy in hotel rooms are so high at the moment. You know? 74% as of the report, which is one of the highest in the world. So yeah. it's, I mean, Dubai overall is doing very well. Yes, we've had our increase in interest rates due to what is happening in the US, but I mean, if we just want to talk a little bit about what's happening yeah, in the US, yeah. the employment report came out uh, on Monday yesterday, and it's an all-time low, 3.5%. I mean, there was over 500,000 jobs added in the US economy in July. Uh, this is good news because if you look at what uh, the recipe for a recession, you know, everyone's talking about recession. That, you know, so number one is GDP declines uh, consecutively quarter on quarter for two quarters. However, in the U.S., also the jobless rate should be declining, and it's not; it's increasing. So unemployment rate is very, very low. So when it, when people are talking about recession, especially in the U.S., everyone's saying it's, it's just not happening, especially the economists and the Fed and everyone uh, in the U.S. Um, so Dubai overall has done very well over the summer. Now, when it comes to the real estate market and sales transactions, I do believe that uh, the sales prices have started to stabilize, and I believe it will continue to stabilize in the sales market until the end of the year. Um, rental market obviously is a whole nother uh, yep. story because the prices have increased month on month um, just because of the amount of volume, the amount of people who have come into Dubai, the tourism, people who are looking to settle here. Um, the new visa scheme is coming out next month. We have the World Cup coming out at, at the end of the oh, year. Do you know what I will say internally though, um, Lynette, in terms of rental prices, it's been very, very consistent across the board since January. I think only March where we saw the spike in price it's been, I think, around a 5% different uh, variable either way. So it hasn't been, um, not effect, I wouldn't say effective, but we haven't seen a hike or a decrease in prices since January. So it's been quite consistent across the board. Yeah, we had one month when it comes to volume for overall Dubai rental volume. It was, uh, okay, we're talking about July, June. It was May where we had a pretty significant increase. I believe it was like 46% increase okay. in the volume of rental contracts. However, in June and July, there was a decline about 20% each month in rental contracts. So we did see that. Um, and I'm, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen towards the end of the year with all these other factors yep. coming into play. Mortgage rates have increased. A lot of people who have thought to buy, and I'm sure we're seeing this with clients, are now maybe reconsidering and saying, okay, maybe I'll rent for another year and see where the market yeah, goes. Exactly. Um, I'm sure the agents are having a lot of those conversations right now. Um, but when it comes to the sales market, I definitely do see uh, the prices 
stabilize towards the end from now to the end of the year just because of what we've been seeing in the market with price increases. It's definitely not a bad no, thing. No, 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 not at all. The way it's it's the way it went from again, I keep getting back to COVID, but the way it's gone from COVID to now, I think something like this, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I really don't. No, because yeah. it's a basic thing, isn't it? If if prices rise and rise and rise, yes. and and they never stop, it's going to come crashing down at some point. So to have a stabilisation is is healthy for a mature market, which is what we're in. Which is the, going back to the point I made before about it's amazing to see secondary market retain sixty percent of the, the market share because that shows a healthy, mature, mature uh, real I'm estate sure market. What Paul as well, I I always allude to this all the time. Dubai is so attractive in terms of pricing. Mm. Again, I've. Uh, I mentioned before three major cities that were mentioned in the um, in the recent article about the capital growth: Miami, LA, and um, San Francisco. And if you can, if you look or you do a report on pricing per square foot, Dubai is so so cheap compared to these major cities still to this day, and it is so attractive. And again, like we said, like um, Lynette alluded to before. What is happening in this city at the, at the minute? I don't see it anywhere else in the world. Again, obviously, I'm quite biased because we live here. But the articles that you do read globally, and it's all, it's doom and gloom. And the amount of articles that I see in the media every single day do what well, from, from Dubai, it's such positive news. It's so, so positive. And, and it's refreshing almost, because like you say, you, especially where back in the UK, it's just all doom and gloom, and you're just like, Wow, when is this going to get better? Well, here, yeah, it's such positive news every single day. You know, it's and it's 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 exciting. It's like very exciting. Yeah, agree. agree. Uh, moving on to, I know this is one I always get comments on, and people like to hear about is the buyers and tenants finance and check summary. <laughs> I don't know if you got that information to hand. Yeah, I do. So for Alsop and Alsop, um, in July. 31% of our clients uh, were cash buyers, whereas 64% were financed and the rest opted for developer deals. Um, when it comes to the number of checks, this has been consistent over the last few months, um, this sequence, is that um, the top check is uh, one check, where we had over 32% of our transactions with one check. Um, the second was for two checks, we had over 30% of our transactions with two checks. Next is four checks, we had over 18% of our transaction for four checks, and then three checks with over 9% of our transactions. I'm really interested <coughs> to see this over the next probably yes. six to 12 months with a new rental uh, agreement that came out for direct debit payments or standing order payments. Can't remember the exact terminology, mm -hmm. but it'd be interesting to see how this changes over the next 12 months. Agree completely. Um, and our top nationalities for tenants um, is uh, British, Indian, and Lebanese made it up there. Good. This month. And for buyers, I think it was British, Indian, and French. French. And interesting with buyers. And I, I, I don't know. Been, this sorry to interrupt, but I think that's been the top three for the last three or four months on, on, in a, on the spin, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think the next got an interesting fact about the French, French people, if we can word it like that. I, I don't know <laughs> yeah, if, we, if we correlate. And, and this is the beauty of data. You can look into the data and you can find multiple stories. Yeah. Um, but I found it very interesting that the amount of French tourists that have come into Dubai have increased by 56% quarter on quarter. This is according to the Dubai tourism stats. And now we're seeing French being in the top three of our buyers. I think it will be. And this is why 183% increase in tourism in general, I think is fantastic. We've just had a lady started with us um, last Monday who came over on holiday. Yeah. And, and <laughs> is now likes well, Dubai and started. That's, again, that's happened over the last 12 months. Yeah. The amount of sales that we've seen 
where people have come over, whether they use our short-term lettings team or external short-term lettings, they've stayed here for three or four months, seeing how positive and vibrant the place is and, and the board. We've never seen that before. Yeah. So I think there will be a correlation between tourism and transactions in the market and, and what we're seeing. And also short-term rental, um, I, we, we have a short-term rental team. Um, I have stats from, uh, it's a company called AirDNA. They're a data platform for short-term rentals and they take aggregated information from Airbnb, Booking.com and the various other websites. And interesting enough, this summer, Dubai Marina, downtown Dubai, it's over 69% occupancy. In the summer? The During summer the summer wow. months. So this is as of last week when yeah. I was looking at the stats. Um, and Dubai Hills at 71%, which, wow. you know, that, that, yeah. that's a new stat for us, right? When it comes to a short-term market. Um, obviously, with the World Cup coming in uh, towards the end of the year, that number's going to increase, of course, because of the win winter months as well. New visa scheme coming in. Yep. I think we're going to see a very dynamic short-term market, and I think we're going to start to see areas which traditionally were not popular in the short-term market. For example, like Discovery Gardens, where it's very convenient, it's affordable, next to the metro, shopping, Sheikh Said, uh, for these people coming in on these two-month, three-month visas. Um, so I think the short-term market is going to be very dynamic over the next uh, few months to the uh, end of the year. Just quickly, Lynette, just in case people watching aren't aren't aware or aren't too sure we've mentioned it a couple of times could you just give a very high level of the new of the visa scheme that's coming in in september uh yes so uh there's many new additions to the visa scheme um but for example you can apply uh to come here to look for a job and you get a two-month visa uh you can apply to visit a friend or a relative and get a two-month visa so it's very relaxed very lenient compared to before um, of course, you have the golden visa schema, which is also part of that, which is coming out as well. Real estate playing a very big part in, in that yeah. role. But basically, you can come here on a two-month visa, visiting friends, relatives, looking for a job. I mean, it's going to be extremely easy. Well, I know it's very anecdotal, but the Facebook groups I'm in have constantly <laughs> people saying, I want to move to Dubai. Can anyone point me in the dire right direction yes. for jobs, etc." So for that person now to, to be able to get a two-month visa to come, to get feet on the ground and meet people. Yeah. Yeah, I expect it'll have a, a, exactly. a big impact in the market. Okay, so to wrap things up, because I think we're, we're running down on time now, I'll get opinions from, from both of you about what you think we're gonna have to see in the, over the next couple of months. So if I start with you, Lynette. So as I said earlier, I think we're gonna see the sales market stabilize when it comes to pricing. Um, I believe the rental market will continue to increase month to month when we look at the overall Dubai figures for both yep. uh, for value volume and value. Um, I believe that the prime popular areas are still going to remain strong. These are the Dubai marinas, the springs, the lakes, meadows, uh, all those areas, uh, downtown Dubai. Um, I believe that we are going to see a lot more activity in the rental market as well as the short-term market because of what's happening overall here in Dubai. Uh, interest rates are probably going to increase again. Well, they will increase again by the end of the, the year. Probably another 50 base points once or maybe even twice, depending on how the conversations go in the U.S. Um, and yeah, that's pretty but much what I just see. Just to chip in on that, and I think Dan Daniel mentioned it in the last podcast we did. The interest rates are rising, and I'm, I, even I said before in this podcast, it's probably having an effect, but a key point to make is they're only rising to a level they were what was it three four five years ago five years ago, yeah. five years ago. so we've we've been in a, a a kind of fortunate period where yes. things have happened in the world and interest rates have dropped 
but it's not like they're going to all-time record highs and groundbreaking uh, groundbreaking new scenario. Okay. Is it just returning to what, what they were four or five years ago? Yes, I agree, Paul, uh, 100%. Um, we are going back to where we were more or less five years ago when it comes to interest rates. I just think that, you know, it, it happened so quickly for us this year. Yeah, that's I mean, true. I, I looked at my interest rate in the beginning of the year versus, you know, today, and it's just like, whoa, where did yeah. this number come from? Almost in one of my mortgages, almost 5%. And it's just, it, it's a bit of a shock and it's an adjustment, like you said earlier, Mark. My mortgage went up by like three, 3,500 in, in one of them. Um, and it's an adjustment, right? I think that now when people are going to be looking for properties who have been in the buying market. Next question, Lynette. Mm. The one that went up three thousand dirhams. Yeah. Have you seen an increase in capital appreciation on that property? Of course. Yes. So you've got to look at that. Yeah, of that. course. Yeah. It's yeah, so yeah. important. Yeah. That obviously, the interest rates are, uh, have gone up, but also the prices have gone up as well. Yeah. So it's kind of offsetting what what you're paying. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got some guys who paid X amount two years ago and have doubled in price. So we also have to look at that. Yes, it's not ideal when you see your EMIs go up every single month, but You've also got to look at what your capital appreciation is well and what you've made in the last two or three years, however long you've had your property. Agree, hundred percent. And one one thing that I want to add to that, Mark, is and we're kind of seeing this a little bit in the data right now when it comes to uh, the outskirts, the areas further out, like the Akoya Oxygen areas. We're not seeing price increase month on month. It's pretty flat in these areas, and. It just goes into what you were saying. Yes, I'm seeing capital appreciation in this property, but it is in a prime area. It's a very high demand property. And I think what people are over the last few months have done is they really assess, okay, do I really want to go to this part of town or this type of segment, get into this type of segment, or do I want to stay more inner, like within the city, maybe a smaller space, maybe no backyard space. And I think we're seeing that also in the data and in the, in, in the numbers as well. I think we can see as well is, even if people are moving further afield, I always I've, I have the arguments all the time. I think when where I live, there was a stigma about where it was, and it was mm. too far away. It's 15 minutes from everywhere. I think it's the furthest away is is, uh, is 20 minutes from downtown. It's, you know, if you go wherever you go in the world, yeah, and you commute, yes. it's, it's an analogy in anyway. We are spoiled in this issue. We are very spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> so even if you're making a decision to go further afield, like you're to call your oxygens, like your um, Dubai South and places like that. It's still not far away because of the infrastructure that we have in place now, you know. It's, it's, it, everything's 15, 20 minutes, no matter where you are, you know. Yeah. Good. So, to leave, to give you the, the final comment, Mark, what do you think for the next couple of months? Well, Paul, I'm, I'm already seeing the last the last seven to, to ten days a significant increase in, in, in lead generation. On the roads, you're seeing more cars. I went to the mall, I think went to the mall two days ago, and there's more people on the roads. And I think in two or three weeks' time, the children are back in school. So all of these things, um, you're going to see, you're going to see a change. I believe in the next probably in the next three or four weeks. Over the course of the next four or five months, I'm so excited about what, what's going to happen. Again, we, uh, Lynette spoke about the the sporting events. You know, you got the Formula One, you have the golf, you have obviously the World Cup, and you're going to see a significant impact in in Dubai real estate. That's my that's my. That's my opinion. You know, we're on a, a recruitment drive at the moment, and the people that I'm speaking to, I had a chat with two of my friends yesterday, and they were looking at moving over, moving over, just because of how buoyant the place is. Mm -hmm. Some of the figures that Lynette mentioned before, with with tourism and everything else, obviously I've got to try and put a spin on everything. But 
I'm very, very confident that this market will go from strength to strength and continue the way it has over the last, in the last 18 months. I, I can't see it going any other way, Paul. I'm really, really excited for what the next six months going to bring. Good. Well, that's a good place to leave it. Thank you, as always, for watching and tuning in. Please, please share, like, subscribe, leave your comments. Let us know if you agree, but also let us know if you disagree, if you've got any questions with anything we've talked about or if you want any more information. Uh, thank you once again, Mark, and thank you, thank you once thank again, you. Lynette, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.